0: on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Patricia Trainer here with you. It is Wednesday, the 3rd of March, and we're going to do a grab bag Wednesday, just Random topics about the state of the league, some stuff that it, obviously that is Giants related. Just going to talk about some things, basically me talking out loud. But before I get into it, I just want to say a big thanks to all of you. Uh, you guys have helped make this podcast really, you know, one of the most listened to on the On Podcast Network but in particular, and I know we're only about two, well, actually, by the time you listen to this, we're three days into the new month. Uh, thanks to you, we're off to probably our best start for a month in, you know, I, I would say the last four or five months. And, uh, I, I want to thank you. That, that means, you know, obviously you're listening and I appreciate it. Hopefully you're telling your friends and your fellow giant fans about the podcast. And um, I really appreciate the listens and the, and the emails that I've been getting. And um, I'm also working on uh, rolling out a text line uh, that you'll be able to use to reach me here on the Lockdown Giants podcast. I'll have details for, for you on that, hopefully within the next week or so, just trying to kind of figure it out, how to work it. So um, that's something on the horizon. But anyway, let's get into some league news, because some of this obviously... Has to do with the Giants. And I want to start obviously with um, the news about Kyle Van Noy being released by the Miami Dolphins. And, you know, that came as a, a bit of a surprise, I think, to a lot of people. And I wrote an article about that over at Giants Country. I'd actually uh, reached out to the uh, fan nation publisher for the Miami Dolphins. And I said, I said, wow, you know, what happened there? You know, because uh, Vannoy was one year into a, uh, I think, a four-year, $51 million deal. And, you know, that, that information, I have that up on, on Giants Country. But the reason why I bring this up is because last year the Giants had interest in Kyle Van Noy And, of course, he got that big deal, that sweetheart of a deal with Miami. And um, apparently, the dolphins didn't feel that the production they were getting on the investment added up. So he is now back in the uh, in the free agent market. And um, you know, obviously, whenever a, a major name gets cut, I get a lot of t- uh, tweets or texts asking me should the Giants make a move on the sky? You know, should they? You know, look at him. And a lot of times, I, I poo-poo the idea because of the money involved or what I anticipate the money involved is going to be or, or you know, whatever the reason. This is one that I'm not going to necessarily shoot down. This is a, 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 a free agent that I would not mind the Giants looking into. Um, I put the stats up on Giants Country, but uh, all things considering – Van Noy was, was not only productive with, uh, against a run, he was also a good pass rusher. And I think he had, uh, something, I think he had a career high 10 quarterback. Uh, I'm just checking re- real quick. I think he had a career high quarterback hits and might have equaled his sack total. So, um, yes, a career high six and a half sacks. So, you know, look, the Giants, as I see it, Lorenzo Carter and O'Shane Zimenez, they're both coming back off of season-ending injuries. And the Giants won't know exactly where those guys are for probably for a while yet. Um, you know, got to get them on the field, see how they are running around and whatnot. And uh, also the Giants, they have um, Kyler Fackrell, Jabal shared. Both of those guys are scheduled to be unrestricted free agents. Would I swap out? Kyler Fackrell for Kyle Van Noy? Absolutely, I would. If if Kyle Van Noy's contract demands aren't ridiculous, and I could maybe get him for a two-year type of deal with incentives, I would do it, and I would do it in a heartbeat. And that I think would help provide a stopgap at the pass rusher position. You know, there there are there are going to be guys available. You know, there's going to be high-end guys available, but. I don't think the Giants are going to go crazy with contracts, and by that I mean I don't think they're going to throw around a lot of four- and five-year deals. I think you're going to see a lot of one-year deals, two-year deals, a lot of deals that maybe have incentives built in. So I would definitely make that move if I were the Giants, or at least explore it, you know. It it can't hurt, certainly, to do that. And, you know, never mind the Joe Judge connection. But, you know, Van Noy, even though he had some injury issues, I think, last year, you know, still a very good player. And I would look into it. I I think they owe it to themselves to do that. So hopefully they will. There's one other piece of news. This isn't really Giants related, but I want to talk about it because I'm just absolutely flabbergasted by it. And this is a report actually from Jane Slater of the NFL Network about, she does a great job, by the way, covering the Dallas Cowboys. And she apparently has reported that Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Cowboys, who is recovering from the broken ankle, is, uh, ha- has set some new contract demands. And according to this report, which actually was, was originated on uh, the Dan Patrick show, Prescott allegedly wants to be paid just behind Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes in terms of money. He wants respect. So he wants a salary that's that, you know, again, supposedly he wants a salary that would put his earnings behind two-time Super Bowl quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Wow. (laughs) I mean, my jaw, again, my jaw just hit the ground because Prescott is one and two, I believe, in the postseason, all right? He hasn't accomplished nearly what Patrick Mahomes has accomplished in his young career. I, I just don't get it. Where, Where is he getting that he's worth that kind of money? I mean, the guy is coming off of a, a serious ankle injury. And he thinks he's worth that kind of money, and especially he's looking for that kind of money in a, in a salary cap. You know, era here right now that that's that's hard pressed. Wow. That's all I have to say. I mean, I, I'm curious to see if the Cowboys make this work because right now, as I see it, if you look across the NFC East, and that's that's the tie-in here with the Giants. Um, Right now, whether you like, you know, want to admit it or not, the Giants have the most stable quarterback situation out of all of the NFC East teams. You know, the Eagles, they have Jalen Hurts. Presumably, they're going to bring in another guy to compete with him. Washington is, you know, reportedly going to release Alex Smith, which leaves him with Taylor Heineke. And, you know, probably they're going to have to, you know, either draft or trade for a quarterback. And now you've got this mess going on in Dallas. Come on, man. I mean, look. For all the faults Daniel Jones has, the Giants have stability at the position, and you know that's a good thing. You know, you hope that Jones will take the year, you know, the leap forward in year three, and I think he will. I really do. He think he will, but um, just amazing, just absolutely amazing. The state of the quarterbacks in the NFC East, isn't it? All right, Giant fans, you are listening to Locked On Giants with Patricia Trainer on a grab bag Wednesday. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got some specific Giant topics. We're going to talk about Kevin Zeitler, the Kevin Zeitler debate, and a couple of other things to kind of keep you up to date on what's going on around any, the NFL and how it affects the New York Giants. Please stay with us. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your sportsbook expert. Hey, Giant fans, this is Patricia Trana, host of the Locked on Giants podcast. If you're looking for a way to keep Giants football in the forefront during this offseason, pick up a copy of my new book, The Big 50 New York Giants, The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. This 350 plus page book takes a deep dive into the rich history of the Giants franchise, covering every era with stories, photos, and more that take you behind the headlines. The Big 50 New York Giants is available on amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, triumphbooks.com, and wherever books are sold. Pick up your copy today, and thank you to everyone for your support. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked On Giants. Patricia Trina here with you on a Grab Bag Wednesday. Really happy to have you with me. And... Today on the Locked on Today podcast, two top teams in the NBA's Western Conference battle it out before the All-Star break. Will the Suns and Lakers meet again in the Western Conference finals? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked on Today podcast. Subscribe to the Locked on Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, continuing on with this grab bag day, I want to talk about Kevin Zeitler now. And, um, you know, there seems to be a debate amongst Giant fans and the media as to what the team should do with Kevin Zeitler. And I just want to start off by saying Kevin Zeitler, in my opinion, last year, actually for the last two years, he was – um probably you could make the argument that he was the most consistent giant offensive lineman. Um you could even make the argument that maybe he was the most solid giant offensive lineman. So usually when a guy, you know, has that distinction, you you don't think about necessarily moving him or doing it, you know, doing too much with his contract, but here's the situation with Zeitler's contract. He is in, or about to enter, the final year of his deal that the Giants inherited when they traded for him a couple years ago from from Cleveland, and the Giants, because they restructured his 2019 salary uh, or his cap figure, they they lowered it. uh, That created a prorated bonus. Originally, they didn't have to worry about that, you know, when they traded the contract, because when you trade a contract, the originating team uh, inherits the money, if you will. Um, So now the Giants have, they gave him a, they they converted, um, I think it was 7.5 million of his 2019 base salary into a signing bonus. So that prorated 2.5 million over the remainder of the contract, 2019 through 2021. So with all that said, what the giants have now is they have a situation where Zeitler has a 14.5 million cap number for 2021 which if they cut from the books will save them 12 million dollars and will only dump 2.5 million into dead money now if you're going to cut a guy in any under any circumstances or you know whatever guy it might be this would be the perfect opportunity to do that because $2.5 million, it might sound like a lot, but if you really want the savings, you know, it's a no-brainer move. Now, the other thing is, okay, if you cut Seitler, what do you do at right guard? So do you say, okay, you know what, we've got Will Hernandez on the roster, we've got uh, Shane Lemieux, maybe we move one of those guys over to right guard. All right, you could try that, I suppose, but both of those guys, you know, played exclusively at left guard last year. And, you know, keeping in mind that you're really not going to have an off-season program like you like they didn't have last year, you know. So they're probably not going to get on the field until training camp at the soonest. Um, do you really want to do that? Uh, You could. I mean, they did it successfully with Nick Gates. He made that conversion. So, you know, it's not out of the question that it could be done. The other question you ask yourself, if you cut Kevin Zeitler, who do you get to replace him? All right. Now you're cutting probably uh, the oldest guy on your offensive line. That is, you know, even if they bring back um, Cam Fleming which I'm not so sure they're going to. I mean, I, I, right now I would say probably not on him, but Zeitler is the quote-unquote gray beard of that group. Do you really want to, you know, push him off the roster? And now you kind of have a young group there with, with really no anchor. It's a lot of decisions to be made, but, you know, here's what I, you know, a, another scenario people say is, well, why don't the Giants just redo his number? Well, if you redo the number... Obviously, what's going to happen is 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 like what you had in two thousand nineteen. You're going to take some of the base salary, convert it to a prorated bonus. You're going to have to extend the 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 contract out x number of years. Um, maybe one or two of those years. Who knows? Maybe they become uh, what what we call a dummy year or avoidable year, a year that you know they'll never see. So I. I don't know, guys. I mean, this is a tough one for me. I still think the Giants are going to move on from Kevin Zeitler. I I just don't see how they could justify carrying him at a $14.5 hit. Now, here's the other thing to take into consideration. Maybe they can get away with it, depending on what happens with Nate Solder. I mean, I think it's safe to say that Nate Solder's contract is not going to be carried in its present form on this on this team's books but you know look people ask me and they say oh you know the Giants don't have money to do what they need to do where are they going to get all this money they have the money and they have the ways to get the money to do what they need to do but I think what we have to be careful of folks is we have to be careful of uh, distinguishing what the Giants need and what they maybe want Two very different things, you know. We need air and water to survive. You know, we, we want filet mignon to survive. You know, it's like you don't have to have it, but you, you want it. So two very different things. And I, I think that's where the dilemma is going to come up. You know, Kevin Zeitler, for what it's worth, solid, solid player, good locker room present. That guy just, He doesn't miss a day if he can help it. I mean, if he misses a snap or anything, you know he's pretty bad off. That's how how sturdy this guy is, how reliable he is. And those guys don't grow on trees. So when you find them, ideally, you want to try and keep them as long as you can. But at some point, you've got to ask yourself, does the contract justify keeping him? And I, I don't know. I, I just don't think it does. I And I love Kevin Zeitler. I think he's terrific. You know, he's a good guy, like I said, good locker room presence. But, you know, this comes down to dollars and cents. And, and you've got to kind of get where, what you can where you can. And, and that, to me, is probably a no-brainer if I'm looking at how I'm going to sca- scrape together extra cap space for the Giants to address and do what they need to do. All right, Giant fans, you are listening to a grab bag edition of the Locked on Giants podcast. We are going to take our final break. And when we come back, some more talk about the Giants. Just some random stuff as it may affect the team as we get closer and closer to the start of the new league year. So stay with us. Hey, Giant fans, if you haven't tried the all-new Built Bar, you're really missing out. They offer an amazing assortment of flavors, both of the nut and nut-free flavors varieties which is sure to appease any taste and can I take a moment to tell you about their new coconut brownie chunk bar folks this is by far my favorite a built bar selection and a perfect way for me to swap out a meal or if my day is particularly busy and I need a quick bite tide me over until my next meal built bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they really taste like you're eating a candy bar except you're not You're indulging in a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber treat that's great for the keto diet or any diet plan you happen to be on. So head on over to BuiltBar.com today and use the special promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com with the promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off your next order. Welcome back, Giant fans. Segment three of Locked On Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you on this grab bag Wednesday. Happy to have you with us. And Wednesdays on Locked On NFL takes a dive into the future of your favorite NFL franchise. Tony Wiggins and James Rapien are je- joined every week by a Locked On draft expert to talk prospects in the upcoming draft and young NFL players fresh in the league. Does your team have a premier draft pick in the 2021 draft? Get all the information you need every Wednesday on the Locked on NFL podcast. Subscribe to Locked on NFL wherever you get your podcasts. All right. We are doing a grab bag Wednesday. So uh, up next, I want to go back to a story that that also hit today. Um, Today, I mean uh, on Tuesday, actually, when I taped this. Because uh, this could potentially affect the Giants, and that is Detroit Lions receiver Kenny Galladay, who I know a lot of people hope that maybe would shake free. Maybe the Giants would look to invest in as a potential number one receiver. It's just looking as though Galladay is going to get the franchise tag. That by the uh, that according to the NFL Network, um, and that was probably based off of the. Pressers that um, the Lions had. I think they had both their general manager Brad Holmes and head coach Dan Campbell available on Tuesday, and uh, both of them probably, you know, I, I won't say tipped off and said that it's it's a definite, but they probably led people who were on that call to believe that. So, what does this have to do with the Giants? Like I said, the Giants are in the market for a number one receiver, but here's the thing, folks. I never really, for a minute, believe that the Giants are going to splurge on a top shelf receiver in free agency. All right. I, you, you know, you have Kenny Galladay, you have Allen Robinson of the Bears. I just don't know that it makes sense for the Giants to, to really go crazy on a number one receiver in free agency. You're going to, you're, you're talking upwards of 18 to 20 million a year when you're trying to re-sign Dalvin Tomlinson and you're trying to re-sign Leonard Williams. Now, with that said, yes, the Giants need help at receiver. We we all know that. We can all agree on that. But when you have a deep draft class, and, and again, we said this last year about the receiver draft class, but this year it's even deeper, believe it or not. And you have that opportunity to potentially get some talent you can bet anything that Dave Gettleman in this coming draft is going to draft a receiver and he's going to draft one. I would say probably, I, I would be stunned if he doesn't take one before the third round. I, I really would. I mean, I thought he would take one last year, but you know, they decided to roll the dice and, and, and on undrafted free agents and address other needs. Well, this year that's not going to happen because the Giants need to find out about Daniel Jones. This is a big, big year for Daniel Jones. They have got to put talent around him. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're saying, well, if they've got to put talent around him so they could see what what they have with him, why not just go and spend on a receiver? Well, again, you can't go and and just, you know, spend big bucks on a guy who, you know, maybe is going to cost you a chance at another guy. You, you, You can't overspend on guys is basically what I'm getting at. And someone if Allen Robinson hits free agency or Kenny Galladay hits free agency, you know someone's going to overspend on those guys. And how often, folks, do we see players finish out contracts that they sign as free agents with teams? It doesn't happen as often as you think. And what ends up happening is the team gets hit with dead money and so on and so forth, and it screws up their cap. So I just have a gut feeling that the Giants, if they sign a receiver in free agency, and I think they will, but I don't think it's going to be a big-ticket guy. I think it's going to be, you know, a, like a Corey Davis or maybe a, a Curtis Samuel they'll look at, or, you know, maybe somebody else will shake free. See, that that's the other reason why, you know, I, I, I become reluctant to, to get too involved with um, forecasting free agents because guys become available, and as guys become available, um you you start to to say, oh, okay, maybe this is a better option than what I initially thought. So let's see what who else becomes available. Um I, I just you know, the news about Galladay potentially getting the franchise tag, it doesn't surprise me and it doesn't upset me because I kinda thought that's the direction it was going in and you know, it's not finalized, obviously, and we won't know until probably the deadline, which is coming up. It's March 9th is the deadline for all the franchise and, and transition tags to be filed. But that certainly is where things look to be heading. Now, we'll see, you know. Things can change, obviously, but, you know, that's part of the fun of this whole process is trying to forecast all this stuff and and take educated guesses. So we will see. All right, Giant fans, that's going to do it for this edition of the Locked on Giants podcast. Tune in tomorrow. We're going to have a throwback Thursday show for you, topic to be uh, announced. And then on Friday, we're going to have another installment of Fan Appreciation Friday. This one you're not going to want to miss. I mean, the the fan that I had on, uh, we taped the show last week, and and, and the gentleman that I had on for this particular show has a story to just – I mean, this is an epic story. You've you you you've got to hear it to believe it. And he will tell it to you. And, and I, I'm sure you will enjoy it when you listen to the show on Friday. So hopefully you'll tune in. Uh, so until tomorrow, folks, have a great one. And we'll talk soon.